With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Shot by Cole. That's blocked by Derek Ryan. He'll get a chance. He'll come down the left wing and over the line. Scores! Derek Ryan is able to get that puck to the middle and then go five hole. And the Oilers cut the Carolina lead to two to one. Well, what a weekend for Derek Ryan. He scored four goals. He had a hat trick on Saturday, uh, his first professional hat trick since he was playing in Europe. As a member of the U of A Golden Bears, he had three hat tricks. He was excellent there from 07 to 2011. And speaking of the U of A Golden Bears, they're getting into the playoffs. A lot going on there. Their head coach is Ian Herbers. Ian, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Good, Reed. Thank you. Thanks for hopping on tonight. Uh, I, I know you missed coaching Derek uh, by a season or two, but just uh, what does it mean to hear, you know, the Bears program mentioned on, uh, I mean, we mentioned it on this station, but, uh, you know, on national television while he played for the Bears, you know, when a guy like Derek steps up and does something like that. No, it's fantastic to see a guy's doing well at the NHL level, especially the other game when they're playing San Jose and Sarchenko is on the ice there for two minutes. So having two guys playing against each other is huge. So anytime our guys can do well and keep moving on and getting the opportunity, and Derek's earned it. He's, he's had a great career with the Bears and then worked his way through Europe and kept working and plugging at it, stayed positive, and just the determination he has and getting the opportunity now. So it's nice to see him getting a few goals and rewarded like this. You mentioned Sachenko. I'm glad you brought that up because you did coach Zach, uh, and he was an outstanding goaltender, and you guys could have had him for a couple more years, couldn't you? Uh, yeah, two more years there. I actually had him at the under-18 in Switzerland. It was the first time I worked with Zach, and then he left Moose Jaw early and came to our program. Uh, very smart young man. Knew he wanted to get his education. Got three years of his business to be finished and, and signed that deal with San Jose. So I think over the past two years during the summertime, he's finished up that degree. Yeah, good for him. Uh, got to interview him the day after he made his uh, first appearance, which was a, a pretty good one. And, and like you said, briefly, um, he got into that game against the Oilers. That was the first game, uh, NHL game, that featured two U of A Golden Bears in uh, over 20 years. Do you know who the two Golden Bears were to play in the same game previously? Uh, well, you got Randy Craig in there, but I don't think anybody have, at that time it would have been yeah, early 60s or... No, it was... You were one of them, Ian. It was you and oh, Corey Cross in 2001. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, forget about that. I know we were in training camp together in Tampa Bay, and we actually had our, uh, I believe it was 30-year reunion uh, with our championship team from 92, so I had a chance to, to visit with him after our, our last time we played Calgary here at home. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so it was, it was you and Corey Cross. Uh, you had an assist in the game. And uh, he was playing for the Leafs, and you were playing for the Islanders. So there you are. You, I, I, I found a trivia question well, centered on you, Ian. Well, I Congratulations. Point. I should have remembered that. 
That's all right. Yeah, so good to see uh, Derek and, and Sachenko doing well, and I think Sachenko still has a lot of bright days uh, ahead of him, uh, ahead of him too. In, another interesting connection for you is you, you and Jay Woodcroft were both assistant coaches with the Oilers uh, for three years. Tell me a little bit about working with Jay at that time under head coach Todd McClellan. No, it was a good experience. Enjoyed my time with Jay. We still keep in touch. Uh, when he's down Bakersfield, we would text and call all the time. We share information. Actually, for the hockey class I teach, he sent me up for, uh, one of the videotapes of his practice so I could use it for my class. Uh, and in the summertime when he was in the area, we'd always go grab a coffee or a bite to eat. So we've kept in touch. It was good. Uh, he's very well-prepared, very well-spoken, great communicator. Uh, very passionate about the game, so I enjoyed my three years, and we still keep in contact. Yeah, uh, good opportunity for for him. I mean, it's funny I had Luke Gazdick on the show in the last hour. He coached Luke for a year uh, in the minors, and he, and he said, uh, you know, Jay's always walking around with his uh, with his laptop under his arm because he's always ready to show players video at at any given moment. Yeah, yeah, no, like I said, he's well-prepared, loves to teach the game um, and share his thoughts and get the thoughts from the players as well. It's just not a one-way street with them, which is fantastic. Okay, so uh, as for you guys, a few things I want to talk about, and, and perhaps a player, now I, I know you're going to say Reed's getting ahead of himself again, but, uh, you know, your players do often get pro opportunities, whether it's the NHL or not. There, there's a lot of buzz around Noah Philp right now, who I know had to miss the first half of the season, but he has eight goals and 11 points in eight games uh, since then. Tell us a little bit about Noah Philp. Um, he's had a, a really good summer. He's come back stronger, faster, more powerful on the ice. Um, I've moved him to the wing just because he joined the team after Christmas. Uh, take a little responsibility off his shoulders, and, he, and he's flourished. He's done very well on the wing. Um, talked to him about being versatile. If he wants to play in the pro game, you got to be able to play center, or left wing, right wing, off wing, strong side wing. Uh, and he's bought in, and he's done very well. Uh, he's out early in practices. He's when our goalies are, are doing their drills, he goes out with them even a half hour before practice starts and just loves being on the ice and then trying to work on his game. And every day he's improving on it. Uh, so I have that determination and that passion for the game as well. He wants to play pro, so he's been working hard at it. And if he keeps us up, um, I know we've had a few teams uh, looking around at our, our program and at Philper. Um, if you're comfortable telling me, in in an average season, how many of your players might teams inquire about professionally, whether it's, go, you know, to go to the AHL or go to Europe? Um, they can go anywhere from one to, uh, well, most we probably had is about 10 maybe the one year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so there's there's always a lot of interest. Our, our program has a reputation throughout North America and in Europe. Guys have done very well. Uh, a few coaches over there, uh, Rob Dom's over there as well. So um, just the connections we have, the people we know, the program, the development they get, the character that comes out of our program. Uh, so there's a lot of interest from American League, East Coast League, and the rare occasion National Hockey League. As you know, we've had a couple guys playing in the KHL. Um, and, and different places in Europe as well. So uh, pretty much covered every league. Yeah, awesome. Ian Herbers, Golden Bears hockey head coach, joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Uh, morning practices for you guys? Is is that true? And I, I think that's a that's a new thing, at least to do it as regularly as you have this year. What can you tell me about the morning practices? 
Uh, well, we get 7.30, we have the ice, uh, guys, that's open for our skills. So the first 15 minutes from 7.30 is 7.45 skills, and then 7.45, we usually start practice, and we're done by about 8.45. But we have the ice till 9.15, so a few guys staying out and doing some work as well, unless they're racing off to class or at that, at that point online for class. Uh, but, no, they love it. Uh, I get out there. I let my assistants run all the individual skill work, give them an opportunity with the guys and, and do different things with them. Um, sometimes I'll get there at 7.30. Sometimes I won't get out till 7.45. Uh, but when I get out there at 7.30, everybody's on the ice. Uh, they love being on early. They, they like the 15 minutes extra to wake up, do some skills, work on their game, and then they're sharp for practice. Uh, when we used to do it in the afternoon, they'd be in class all day, have a workout, uh, and then not get home till 8 p.m. So the response from our guys has been outstanding. Is this the first time you've ever done every, like every morning practice all the time? Is this a first for you? This early, last year, COVID year, we did it, um, but we weren't playing games or anything. So this was the first year with actually league games and everything else. And I uh, was a little bit worried about our Friday night games with that practicing Thursday early and then having that day and a half basically of sitting. Um, but our guys have been good, come out with a lot of jump, had the energy, and it's been effective for our team. Is is Has this helped... Uh, attendance at practice and, and what I mean is because I know from from talking to you and covering the team for several years ap- academics are important I mean sometimes if a player has as an exam or something school-wise in the afternoon that couldn't be missed he might be excused from practice has this made it even easier to get absolutely 100% of the guys at practice yeah we've had no conflict the eight o'clock classes usually you're able to change to a different time uh, I know a lot of our guys in business there was this mandatory class that was in the afternoon so it always interfered with our practices uh, some guys would miss class some guys would miss practice depending on on the student athlete um, so this time we've had had any conflicts this year it's been good um, guys were able to schedule their classes during the summer or during the the fall break for the winter term and it's worked out well that way okay and you mentioned your assistant coaches uh ian and i talked to one of your assistants a couple of weeks ago that is rachel weeb who uh, i believe is 22 years of age she is a full-time assistant on your staff she is also a full-time student and uh it's no she's got the credentials but i also think she needed somebody to show some faith in her and, and you did that tell me a little bit about rachel well, she was with the Pandas as an assistant, and we shared the same bathroom, so she would always pop her head into our office, and we'd end up talking for 20, 30 minutes, and she's very passionate about the game, uh, loves the Bears program. Her father played for the Bears program, and so we had a chance to talk about hockey or school or different things, uh, and just loved the way she thought about the game. Uh, had a little different perspective, which is good, so I'm always looking for somebody like that, uh, and especially having that passion, wanting to get better and improve, and just loves being on the ice. Uh, and it's been a good response by our guys, good response from her. Uh, so it's been good for both both sides. You know, I asked her this question, um, you, you know, sports, uh, you know, it is a men's team, and she's the same age or even younger than some of the players. Did you have any concerns about inserting, you know, a younger woman into that environment and trying to get a group of young men to, to take direction from her? Was that ever a concern? Uh, actually, maybe just for a brief second, uh, but not really. So I talked to my captains before committed on anything, and we had a good discussion, and they were all for it. They, they knew my, the background I do on her and 
how passionate she, they found out she was about the game and, and how she wanted to improve as well. So our players know our coaching staff's here to improve and get better every day and maybe move on to some other things. Um, so they were very positive on the feedback, and it's been good interaction. Nice having a little different voice, a different perspective. Um, somebody sees a different game, a little softer, I guess, maybe touch than myself or maybe Stan or somebody like that. So it's been good. Right on. Good for you. Okay, let's talk about what's coming up. I'm not going to reflect too much on the regular season. I know you're going to tell me that that's <laughs> that work's been done. You did have the bye this past weekend. You got Calgary. It is Calgary in the semifinals this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a surprise. Calgary was in the Saskatchewan, so I was I was planning on all my prep the last couple of weeks has been for Saskatchewan. Uh, we just played Calgary a month ago, so they always play us hard. It'll be a good good weekend. Uh, every game's pretty close until the end, and maybe sometimes we take away or, or you know get, uh, create a little separation in the scoreboard. But every game's a battle, and it's competition, and it's good. Mark does a good job with his program over there, so it should be a fun weekend for the crowd. Is this uh, does the winner of this get a spot in nationals? Is that the number of teams that's going? Correct. Yeah, the the top two teams. So the the two teams that win the semis will automatically get to go to nationals. Uh, then after that, you're just playing for the Canada West title, which is okay. as you know is very important in our program. Well, uh, absolutely. Uh, what are the game times this weekend coming up? Seven o'clock. All three are seven o'clock. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday, uh, if necessary, of course. Yeah. We gotta we yeah. gotta add that. Okay. Well, Ian, this uh, this is awesome. It's good to catch up with you. I know it's been another uh, strong season there, and I know you're gunning for the national championship and uh, so many great stories around the Golden Bears. All the best, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it, Lee. Thank you. That is Ian Herbers, former Edmonton Oiler and the uh, head coach of the University of Alberta Golden Bears hockey team. Who uh, another another strong season for them, but you know what it's all about at the U of A. You got to go for that national title. Uh, they went 16-3 and one in the regular season. UBC was second, so they had a bye. And uh, Mount Royal, the three seed, beat the sixth seed Regina. So if Saskatchewan beats Calgary. It's uh, Mike Babcock coming to town, but Calgary, the fifth seed, upends number four, Saskatchewan. So they are coming for a battle of Alberta at Claire Drake Arena. Seven o'clock Friday, seven o'clock Saturday, and if they need it, seven o'clock on Sunday. It's a Canada West semifinal. Canada West gets two teams at Nationals, so the Bears win this series. They uh, they will go to the National Tournament. Great to have you in on the show. A lot of, a lot of really good storylines there with the, the U of A and morning practices, doing the 7.30 a.m. practices. I, I knew they'd been practicing earlier. I didn't. I didn't realize they'd shift to doing it every. Uh, they'd shifted to doing it every single practice. So good for them. Seems to be working out for the players. It is seven forty-seven. We'll call a quick timeout. It's inside sports on Chet. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader six thirty. Chet. That indeed is the name of the show, my mysterious friend. All right, so Jack Michaels says Matt Houston, which I'd never heard of, was a uh, better show than Magnum P.I. So on my Twitter account, which one was better? And I specified, I have no recollection of Matt Houston. We got Magnum P.I. with a commanding lead, 85% uh, to 15% for Matt Houston. Only 73 votes. I don't expect this is going to get a lot of votes. But uh, anyway, and somebody else, oh, Derek Wills, who does the play-by-play for the Flames, he said he'd never heard of Matt Houston either. I guess it was a niche show. 
I don't know. 780-496-0063 is the Certainty Hotline, Certainty Professional Grade Building Materials. You can email inside sports at 630ched.com uh, as well if you like sending in written messages. All right. So uh, again for the Oilers, uh, the five on five play has, has improved so far under Woodcroft. They've outscored the opponents 23-14 in nine games under Woodcroft, uh, under Tippett for the first uh part of the season they'd been outscored 188 at five on five so an improvement there uh 58 points available for the Oilers they're currently at 61 I think if they get to 95 they should be in so they would get 34 out of 58 points I, I know they're playing some teams below them in the standings it would be great if they win all three if they win two out of the three they're eight and four under Woodcroft pretty good one two-thirds of their games well over the points percentage that uh, they would need to uh to get into the postseason so there's some things to keep in mind there goaltending for Oilers it's been a hot topic all season long um, you know, Smith had a tough start against Minnesota, allowed four goals on 22 shots against Tampa Bay. But on the weekend, Koskinen brilliant on Saturday. And quite frankly, I thought Smith played well yesterday, even though he uh, took the loss. Uh, Stoffer interviewed Woodcroft earlier today and said, so goaltending has to be a meritocracy, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, that's a good word for it. I think uh, we've seen a lot of really uh, good signs. Uh, I thought um, Miko played just uh, phenomenally he allowed our team to get two points in uh, in Florida with a just an unbelievable game from his his side of things and I thought Mike Smith played a really really good game uh, yesterday in Carolina he also gave us the chance to win um, so for me you know those are good signs I, if you looked at you asked about the road trip earlier and uh, what I, I would look at our goals against uh, as a whole over those three games. I think we've given up four five-on-five five goals in those games. One yesterday, one in Florida, and then uh, and then two in uh, in the Tampa Bay game because there were a couple six-on-five goals and, and and penalty kill goals against in that game as well. But uh, of those goals. You know, in Tampa, one goes off our skate, another goes off a stick. Uh, in Florida and in Carolina, there were a couple plays the other team made, and sometimes you got to tip their, your cap to them. I think as a, as a whole, if we can continue to play this way, it serves us well going forward. And in order for us to have the success that we want, we do need stability and we do need successful goaltending. In the last few games, both those guys have given that to us. All right, Oilers and Flyers coming up tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, 3.30 for the face-off show game at 5. Don't forget, Bob Stoffer will have Oilers now from noon to 2. Well, the Maple Leafs have a uh, had a 3-1 lead. Pardon me, they had a 3-2 lead. No, they had a 3-1 lead. That was right. They had a 3-1 lead. They no longer do. Tom Wilson has scored once in the second once in the third. And Maple Leafs and Capitals tied 3-3 with seven and a half minutes left. Devils all over the Canucks tonight. It is 6-2 with eight minutes left. And Bruins and Kings coming up at uh, 8.30. Go to 630Ched.com to get the latest Elks moves today, which includes signing former NFL receiver Martavis Bryant, who played for Pittsburgh. He uh, did have some issues with the... Uh, substance abuse policy in the National Football League in his past, but pretty exciting when he was on his game. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy is your studio producer. My name's Reed. Have a great night. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.